Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. Hey, before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you about a couple of our partners. These are some of the folks that help us keep the podcast going, and they've been nice enough to offer some exclusive discounts for our listeners. Now, if you've watched us on YouTube, you all know how we love to display our kicks when we're not rocking them. Sneaker Throne makes sneaker display cases featuring customizable LED lights, drop side cases to showcase your entire shoe, not just the heel, not just the toe, shoe trees, a number of other sneaker-related accessories. You can save 10% on your Sneaker Throne order by using the code HISTORY. You can find a link to Sneaker Throne in the description, or you can just head to sneakerhistory.com slash sneakerthrone, and it will send you directly to their site. Again, that's 10% off with the code HISTORY. Our friends at Prospect are the premier streetwear brand and sneaker boutique based in sunny San Diego, California. One of my favorite places. Prospect is not your typical hypebeast haven, though. They carry classic footwear from brands like Asics, New Balance, Puma, Saucony, as well as local and globally known streetwear brands like Belief, Illust, Rottweiler, Stussy, and many others. Not to mention their own Prospect label and the iconic Just a Kid from Dago collection. If you're a listener of the podcast, you can save 10% on all of your orders from Prospect through their website with the code HISTORY10. That's promo code HISTORY10 at prspctsd.com. If you or someone you know is interested in sponsoring the podcast or becoming a partner with our community, get in touch with us. You can reach us by email at podcast at sneakerhistory.com, and we'll get back to you with information about how we can partner. And now for today's episode... Georgian trying to shake off starts. Oh, what a move! LeBron James with no regard for human life. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Iverson against Gill. The crowd on its feet. Allen for the win. Howdy, diddly neighbor Roonies. Welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. We're here with my guys, Rowett and Mike. How's everybody feeling today? Good, man. Can't complain about anything. How about you, Rowett? It's a new dawn. It's a new day, and we're perfectly okay with that. Just week one into the baby life, and let me tell you, it's something else. And you were right, Mike. It changes the world for the better. And I always use that analogy whenever you get LASIK. People will tell you, oh, are you seeing colors you've never seen before? Are you just experiencing HD everywhere? I was like, no, nah, it's okay. With the baby? Yeah. Best believe that that crying is surround sound, regardless where you are in the house. Oh, dude. Your you get the Dolby Digital blast. tears. Yep. Beautiful. <laughs> Happy to have new life in your world. Thank the you. abyss of the internet. Tell us how you're doing, either in the comment section of YouTube, if you're watching this there, or via review. Rowett, do we have any reviews? Sadly, we don't. So ah. I think now that I have a child, she will be writing a review. It'll be her first piece of uh, journalism. So we look forward to that for the next episode. Nice. Some fresh digital content. It's right out the crib. Yeah, right out the womb. <laughs> well, 
let's go ahead and jump right into it. Mike, let's go ahead and have you start us off with rocking and copping. What's on your radar? What's on your feet? Cool. Well, what's on my feet is the recently picked up undefeated five on a dunk. Uh, just came in a couple days ago. These things are awesome. Just Beautiful. did a video on them. And um, on my radar to cop is the Gundam Project Unicorn Dunk High that's supposed to be coming out on the 27th. If it actually happens that way, fingers crossed. Yep. And you will have my shield as well for that, Michael. You'll have mine too. I love Gundam. I'm a hardcore Gundam fan, but Unicorn is not one of my favorites. I will happily give you my entry. (laughs) I will happily take it. And I'm sure our Discord will too. Yeah, I mean, I think family. You, you might have a whole Gundam armada if you call <laughs> on it. Michael, so. I just need one. I just need one. <laughs> As for me, what I was rocking, or rather what my child is rocking, is this. And what I will be copying will be more of these. Because I think, much like we went crazy with the tie-dye at the baby shower, I think we'll go customize a route and on her shoes. So Nice. That's amazing. It's, it's funny. Awesome. I was in Kith, Hawaii, and they had Shadow... Jordan one for babies. And I was like, dang, those are actually in stock. But I thought of you also. I didn't buy them for you, unfortunately. Know, it's just something else. Me, it's all good. I, we do appreciate the nice dress that you showed us that you got for our kid. And we can't wait for the first luau. We'll have her wear yes. that and come over. Yes. We'll smoke some pigs. It'll be fun. Um, personally, I've been rocking my first pair of 350s. These are the, the UV light. Easy 350 V2s. Um, I watched a video I'm trying to see if I can, if this light is UV enough, and it's definitely not. I do not know science well. Um, <laughs> but I was watching a Seth Fowler video and he wasn't feeling it. I think they're sick though. On foot, they're very nice. It's a little bit off white. Um, just comfortable. Above all, Yeezy and Adidas Boost are a happy matrimony and comfort. So, like, yeah, I get a little hype vibe, but they're good to have on foot. It feels nice. Yeah. Hype gets negated by comfort every time. It could be the most hyped up shoe in the world, but if you are feeling comfortable wearing it, then good on you. Winning. See, I pulled out with the episode I did with Nick. I just went ahead and put a different insole into my off-white blazer because it's so uncomfortable. You have to do something. Uh, When it comes to rocking, though, a weird take, but a deep take. The Nike Free Trail is actually one of my earliest, like really fond sneaker memories of buying multiple colors of the same shoe. So that shoe's retroed a couple different times over the last month, different colorways, but it's just an OG, the original free run designed for trail. Nothing flashy, not designed to make a big splash, but for the Pacific Northwest, I think it's a very good option for hitting these trails. Good shoe. Good shoe. I feel like that's a pretty good combination of rocking and copping. We got little feats. We got new heat from Mike. And then it's something different for me. So that's a nice little combination there. Today's episode is all about the future. Much like what you two experience every day waking up, you see the future before your own two eyes. I guess four eyes for both of you. Um, But we're looking towards the future, the end of 2021. We actually have Jordan Brand's holiday collection for this year. So fall, winter time, that time of the year is coming. We're wrapping up the end of summer stuff. 
I like to think of like these Oreo fives as kind of like one of the last shoes of quote unquote summer. So times are changing. We got some stuff and I can really tell times are changing because a lot of this collection is geared specifically for the ladies. And that's awesome. I think it's a really good thing. I think we can all agree, right? That women's shoes are cool. And above that, we're getting them in ways faithful to the men's sizing. Think back to Jordan 4s and Jordan 3s pretty much forever up until the past couple of years where they started actually putting the air bubble in the back. But I'm sure you guys remember the fours and threes just looking wrong for ladies for a long yeah. time. Shapes were real off. No air in them half the time look like. Mm-hmm. No, it was one of those things that I had a lot of my lady friends tell me that if there's ever a Jordan that's meant specifically for the ladies, it was a three. But then to your point, the bastardized versions kind of made them recant that statement in a little bit. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see this return to form, hopefully, from Jordan brand around the three yeah. and the four. And we definitely have. I actually got a chance to pick up a ladies four last week, and I was kind of just marveling at how good the proportions were on it. I haven't held a woman's shoe in a while that was specifically made to be kind of unisex. I know they only go up to a 10 and a half in men's or whatnot, 10 in men's, but I haven't held one in a while. And I was just like really in awe. And um, it's interesting that Rowett, you say that your friend specifically mentioned the three. So I feel like the one, three and four, right. Are, are yep, shoes exactly. ladies yep. really gravitate towards or can gravitate towards. Um, and there's a lot of that here. No fours. But we've had a lot of fours over the past couple of years, so I'm including them here. Um, I'm going to go right from the top to make everybody's life easier down the road. Let's just start right with the first one we have here, the one that started it all, the Air Jordan 1 OG High and a bubblegum colorway. Very, very similar to that um, that pink sample that did not release from, I believe, like 2017. Like a rust, I think it was called Rust Pink. Yep. Um, the rust pink one. Yeah, the Art Basel. Yeah. Um, very similar to that. What do you guys think about this shoe? I like the color blocking on it a lot. I think a pet peeve of mine would be I would love to see different colored laces because I think it blends a little too much. But other than that, I do admire what they've done with the blocking. And hopefully in the future we get some sort of men's equivalent. But it's a solid shoe to start off that winter season. Mike, how about you? Yeah, uh, I like it actually. Um, like, like it for the women. I think it's a great shoe for them. Glad, glad to have a really nice one. It's not something just shimmery and just you know too much. I like that the blue, uh, the the leather, the black leather almost has a navy hue to it. It's something different. I, I like a, that, that that pink and that particular grayish black, whatever it is. It looks good together. Yeah, and I, I think we can all agree that nobody likes to see shoes like the jordan one was it bandit or rebel or something like the the off the asymmetrical lacing going on there's so many different women's variants of the jordan one i'm very happy to see an option for them that is true to form like we already mentioned but just color blocked too in a way doesn't matter if you're a a long time sneakerhead or a new time sneakerhead that color blocking is attractive like Mm -hmm. You can put pink there. It could be yellow. It could be red, blue. doesn't matter. Just like that combination is always a slam dunk. So 
seeing it as an option starting off this fall holiday season. Very good call. Um, Bubblegum's interesting. Do you two think bubblegum's a fall color? That's what kind of gets me for a second. It feels like a fall color if you pair it with something that kind of downplays its vibrancy. So I think the navy and the black is a good call out. But yeah, I would think I would assume this is more of a spring, Easter, early summer color myself. Yeah, the way Mike uh, likes with- his t-shirts, this is like an everyday rock. If you were to- <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I can rock this thing t-shirts. every day. I can see you rocking this <laughs> if you wanted to go try to dip into the ladies' water. This would be probably a good look for you. With the t-shirt no, it's combinations. A good, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, yeah. So this next one isn't – I'm just going to say it. I don't think the 5 is the most approachable Jordan of like the original below 14 models. I love it. Nick called me out for saying that I would hate any slander of the 5. But I have <laughs> to admit, it's not an easy rock. So we have this Bluebird – inspired do either one of you know what a bluebird days is or a bluebird day i've never heard of that saying before i've not either i'll do some quick googling while mike gives his take <laughs> i have no idea what that is you ever heard uh, of that man no no not at all and what makes it even crazier is that i've been hearing more and more about this particular colorway that people think is going to sell out I was able to find that a bluebird day is a distinctly American term for a period of time characterized by sunny, cloudless weather, typically after night of snowfall. But that still, I guess, do we get a lot of snowfall in the back half of the year? Because I always assume that's more of a New Year thing. But I'm also kind of biased in the sense that that's been my life here in Portland for 10 years. What do you think, Robbie? No, I mean, that's an interesting saying. I've never heard of that, but I can see it. So a cloudless post snow night that's beautiful imagery and now hearing that you doing that fantastic google research i can see it like it's kind of an icy blue but still kind of white but there's a little bit of different hints of blue in there i think knowing now what bluebird day means makes the shoe infinitely cooler yes Ooh, well done infinite no, I was also going to say for the resellers out there, Bluebird also is an opportunity that's deemed a profitable one. So who knows? Maybe Jordan yeah. Brand's taking their thinking to a next level. Thinking of not thinking about raising the prices to combat sneakerheads, but just thinking of the sneakerheads. Right. I'm saying sneakerheads, resellers, they're kind of all the same thing, right? I mean, like. It, we're a gumbo culture at this point. You can be a sneakerhead, but you can also be a reseller. So if you hit on sneakers for a sneaker that you don't like, you always know that there's money, so to speak, in the proverbial banana stand. We are. I mean, it, we are a gumbo because I literally just shipped out three pairs I sold on eBay like yesterday morning. So I'm definitely a sneaker reseller, but I'm also somebody who just doesn't like clutter that much anymore. So some things just got to go. Right. Um, if these were in men's, I would buy these. Like Again, I love the Jordan 5. This would be an easy rock for me, especially knowing that story. It's a, it's weird. It's how understanding a nickname better will help you be more inclined to buy something or be more intrigued by something. I think that's really yeah. cool. Um, now, this next one's a little bit more difficult, I think, for, I mean, this is a hot colorway in every fashion of the word. It's a Jordan 14 low. So it's kind of like a berry, but they call it shocking pink. Um, so they believe it calls to Jordan's belief in being bold and unapologetically yourself. So there's shaggy and glossy slade with glossy black accents and a translucent pink 
outsole. A lot going on here. Grimace, right? You th- do you think of Grimace or is it just me? Like swagged no, out Grimace? Ex- <laughs> that's exactly what I think. If not Grimace, maybe his younger sister, Scowl. Uh, I don't know, Mike, what are you thinking about this? Pepto-Bismol. Immediately the when I think about it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, here's the thing. I appreciate a good pair of out there sneakers, but this is literally a bridge too far even for me. But if somebody gets joy from wearing these, go for it. But I, I don't know. I have a feeling these are going to sit. It's Pepto-Biz hype. Yeah, someone's going to buy it. That's the crazy part. They're going right. to sell out because they just will. No rhyme or reason, but they will. See, well, more power to them. And I'm sure Jordan Brand is extremely happy about those turn of events. I mean, I'm not going to call anybody out in specific, specifically, in particular, are the two words I'm trying to say. But like any little foot rapper, I can see rap. I can see rocking the shoe, <laughs> and like it looking dope. I mean, like it's so out there. You put like a four hundred thousand dollar chain on with these, like it's a fit. I mean, it's one that I cannot afford or obtain. Also, <laughs> but like I can see somebody with a really vibrant personality, men or man, woman or child. I can see a vibrant kid running around with these on. Absolutely. And if Lil Nas X wants to continue to troll the Jordan brand, this would be the perfect shoe to do it in next. And he could say maybe unicorn blood. Who knows? But yeah, to your point as well, Robbie, if this shoe came out in 2003, I think we get an iconic Cameron poster. Maybe that's the cover of Take Me Home. But yeah, it's definitely out there. But you know what? Sneakers are not necessarily a middle-aged man's game sometimes. So I'll happily sit this one out. Yep. I also think of like Drake and his fake black grapes from like 2006. He was rocking at one point. Like he'd rock these. I like the the black and pink shield. Like yes. that yep. combination looks really good. The different shades of pink, I think, look really good. I wish I had a 12 year old in my life to to like buy these for because like yeah. they're cool. They're not for me. They're not for you. But not everything has to be. Yeah. Maybe my niece will like them. Who knows. But uh, interesting. Now, this next one, this is not a specific for the ladies, but I'm getting more ladies vibes on it, honestly. So it's a combination of materials and colors to apply a new twist to the silhouette, according to Nike. Some highlights include a reflective silver underlay, a burnished leather wings logo, two-tone dye laces, exposed stitching throughout the genuine numbuck leather upper, this comes in both men and women sizing, as I just said. This one, I like a different take on a Jordan one, but not my favorite take on it. I just think there's a little too much going on. I admire the shoe. I think the blocking's great, but just maybe one color too many. But I do appreciate the fact that this is, for lack of a better term, a unisex shoe, because if they are extending it, especially in the women's sizing, that means that everybody that hopefully likes this shoe can get this shoe. So I can get behind the inclusivity of that strategy, if you will. Yeah. uh, I don't know. I just feel like there's just too many things going on on it that don't really mesh. If they, I don't change a couple colors, I took a color or two off, I think it would make more sense. But I don't know. Just too busy for me. Definitely from an aesthetic, I can see how you feel that way. But devil's advocate, Mike, wouldn't your, wouldn't your whole family look cute if all four of you had these on? 
Oh, hundred percent. Like, I mean, family picture for Thanksgiving. I see it right here, but ah. I think that's who this is for. I think this is literally for everybody because I saw the, the best thing I've ever seen in my life when I was in Hawaii, a couple wearing matching 2004 Vince Carter all-star jerseys. And the lady had it like torn up on the side to make it a little dress. Mm-hmm. And they had like the matching white and blue Air Force Ones. Everything was so on point. So it's just like I can see families and couples, siblings, both rocking this shoe side by side. And it's being like, damn, those two like got it figured out. So, so this is basically the JCPenney ones for the photo studio that no longer exists. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or let's say you're at the mall and those places still exist where you can get yes, your family photo taken. You can go run over to Foot Locker really quick or Foot Action or Champs or Finish Line and go cop the whole size run of these for the family. Boom. Holiday season done. This would look really good. Like my sister and her growing family, I think that would look good on everybody in a photo. I think when people are critiquing shoes, not us particularly, but when others are like, oh, that shoe's trash. Fuck that shoe. Like, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you, you, you do need to think of like other people's perspective and like mm-hmm. not everything's designed to get money out of your pocket. They want to get money out of your pocket. Every brand does. Everything on earth wants to get money out of your pocket. But particularly shoes like this, I think are designed to get a whole family size run. Like I'd be stoked if I opened the Christmas, if I was like 12, 13, 14 and like my dad or mom bought me these to match my siblings and stuff like I would be hyped. Yeah. So there's good in everything. There's so always something to good and see. Yeah. Now this next one, I think is the most polarizing shoe of the entire list honestly so according to jordan i love how they nonchalantly say with familiar color blocking no it's the bread so so we all know what it is but it's with familiar color blocking it's a patent leather bread one we've seen patent leather you know um shattered backboards patent leather royals patent leather black and gold patent leather so many different takes but to see like the arguably the most famous Air Jordan ever made in patent leather, I think either rubs some people the right way or the wrong way. Are you, are you a right or a wrong? I mean, I feel like... I guess I'll go. Uh, I think it rubs me the right Oh, go ahead, Mike. Oh, there you go. Still delayed. Don't worry. No, I was saying that uh, I feel like I'm kind of obligated to try to buy them since I don't have a pair of the originals just because I always strike out on them. So although I may not be a big fan of the patent, I feel like I kind of have to try. Now, I'm getting a similar vibe where it's the bread one and you kind of always want to cop if you get the opportunity. The vibe I'm getting, and it's very similar to what was popular in the 80s. Like, I could see Eddie Murphy wearing this uh, while doing his special. I think, was it raw or dangerous? Mm -hmm. Because, like, I think this would have matched that red leather jumpsuit that he had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good shoe. Familiar blocking, as Jordan Brand has put it themselves. But... If I don't get it, it'll be okay because I think this is going to be probably the most popular shoe of the season, excluding the inevitable holiday release of, I think, the Cool Gray 11s this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it's interesting that they don't include the Cool Gray 11s. I, I think was going to ask about all that. all know. We all know already, right? It's like there's not even an elephant in the room. Like we all see the <laughs> elephant. We're all feeding the elephant at this point. <laughs> like, want <laughs> carrot? <laughs> carrot, water, something? Um, I mean, really, I think you put it best. Like, I'm. I'm not going to be heartbroken if I don't get it, but I want it. 
So it's not like something I I'm gonna die over or like go spend resale on. But like yeah. if I'm gonna try to take I'm gonna take an opportunity, and if an opportunity hits, I'm gonna be ex- I'm gonna be happy if these enter my closet. I've also never had a pair of breads, um, but I am not always. I know we're gonna have some thoughts on a shoe towards the end that begins with the letter or I guess the number one, and how sometimes we just want shoe brands to give us what we want. I am okay with a patent leather bread. I've seen the bread one a billion times. Like I'm cool on it. I know I'm going to be able to get it in two years or a year, whenever next retros, I'm happy to see it. Like make it patent leather. Why not? Like what's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. So I'm with it. I'm not going to die if I don't get it, but I would love to have it. End of that story for me. <laughs> now this next one, I can see Mike rock in this one. Um, you kind of like that Japan stuff. I also like the Navy pair, but we have a similar to the Japan Jordan one, another OG high. I'm referring to the co.jp Jordan ones that released last year. Mm -hmm. These look like the midnight navies with Navy and silver swoosh, but it's Bordeaux and silver swoosh, um, nylon tongue. I'm with it. I think it looks really sweet. Again, I'm not going to like. My world's not going to end if I don't have it, but I will be trying. I think this is the Grimace shoe that we were referring to earlier when we were talking about the 14, because that hue is more close to what is, I think, at one point. Wasn't the Grimace like a deformed chicken nugget? But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> the silver swoosh is interesting to me. I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, it doesn't work for me necessarily, but it's a good looking shoe. Like most of the ones are that don't go too out of this world. But yeah, another one of those. Great. I'll go for it. If I get it, awesome. If not, Somebody else will be very happy, and I'm in that state of mind right now where the world's happy, I'm happy. There you go. No, I'm, I'm right there with you, Robbie. I like this one. Um, I kind of wish it just would have come out with the other piece of the COJP pack. You know, I know it's not actually a piece of that. Um, but I, like the, I think what I really like about it is that they put that nylon tongue on it because I really don't like the leather tongue so much on, like, the COJ, COJP pack because it just kind of – it sits weird. So I think this is a bit of an upgrade mm-hmm. from those particular two colorways. I know I brought up the nylon tongue, but I didn't think about comparing it to the original one. And Mike, that's a great point. I don't like it that much either. Mine are still dead stock. I have the white and navy pair. I laced them up with pink laces and never put them on. So I, one day I will, but um, hopefully I'll get a pair of these and I'll do a side-by-side comparison of the two. But I'm I'm... I love Bordeaux so much, like that color. You can put it on almost any Jordan, and I'm with it. Um, now, this next one's probably going to be outside of the cool gray 11 row it mentioned. Probably one of the more approachable shoes of the season. It's a pine green. Are they calling it pine green? They are calling it pine green. Pine green Jordan 3. We've seen this same color blocking with sport blue back in like 2013. It's it's the it's this right. It's the black cement colorway. Just with green. Yeah. It rocks. It does. It does rock. It gives off the, what is it? The pit crew duck three vibes, except this is almost like the non-branding a little more or rather a little less exclusive, but yeah, solid shoe. Always love a good three when done right. And this one's done right. So, yep. I think this would definitely get silver medal in terms of most type shoe for the season. Yep. Roy, you took the words right out of my mouth, man. I, as soon as I saw this one, I thought pit crew light, and that's going to be the selling point. 
I do like the material change because if I'm not mistaken, if you look at it, it's not just as normal smooth or pebbled leather we get, but it's almost like a uh, like a suede or nubuck upper. So I like the material change, but the only thing about it, it makes it more like it has to be worn in winter or fall because of you know the heat that builds up in that shoe. But it's a good looking shoe regardless. The heat does build up. It does look a little bit different. It doesn't look like it has a 3M um, mud guard or anything. It kind of looks like the powder blue Jordan mm-hmm. 3 from like what, 2011, 15. I believe. Um, okay. So, no, 2014. I'm way off. Um, yeah, 2014. But um, this is the closest like Celtic green I'm getting ever in my life. <laughs> uh, it just looks good. Like it's. It's interesting how like it could be a Jordan, it can be an Air Force One, it can be a question, it can be any model that's extremely popular. It's if it passes the eye test, it passes the eye test. Like, right? You can just look at this and be like, yes, I would wear that. Like, yes, I will wear that. Doesn't take a lot of thinking. Uh that's a success in my book. So this next one is a more difficult wear. It's interesting to think about this when you think about all of like the animal print they did on the Jordan three about a year, I believe 2019 is when they were doing the animal print, but this combines um, rain leaf and woodland camouflage patterns, the various rugged materials such as twill wax canvas and ripstop. The shoe also featured also features a removable hook and loop fastened patch on the heel tab. I can't get that good of a look at the heel, but I'm very interested in that last sentence. Mm-hmm. I want to see the heel of it, but <laughs> these part of me wants to say that they are bad, but another part of me is like, yes, I would wear. <laughs> it's, it's like, it, it's weird. I, I, I want to not like them, but I do like them. No, it's funny you mentioned that, Robbie, because the first thing I think of when I see this is the meme of the young lady that's initially disgusted and then contemplates it for a second. And I was trying to do that, and I don't know how successful I was. I'll have to watch the YouTube. But the other vibe I get from this shoe is very much a Frankenstein monster mm-hmm. because it literally looks like patchwork of four different shoes come together. And to your point, that last sentence is intriguing. My prediction is right now, off of this one photo that doesn't give us, I would say, it maybe gives us a quarter of what we t- what to expect with this shoe. I'm not holding on hope, but I think once we get more detailed photos, that's where the intrigue is going to possibly go up for me. And I think this will be one of those pairs where a lot of us might not cop in the initial moment, but then when we see somebody wearing them, that's going to be the moment where we're like, shoot, we should have got those. Because those look like they have potential, but I can't say based off this very limited photo. Yeah, uh, definitely patchwork is the name of this one. But this is going to be another one of those shoes that we talked about earlier. You're going to see it on like some rapper's foot, and this is going to maybe give you a little bit more intrigue to see it. Like, oh, okay, I see it in person now, or I see it in action, maybe more prone to maybe buy it. But initial pictures did not do this justice. That 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 just that normal lateral view. You can't do that with this shoe because it doesn't express what it is. Because at, at this point, I say it's a complete no go. But again, like you guys, intrigued to see what it actually looks like in hand and in person. Mm-hmm. If Bubba Sparks makes a comeback, this will be the shoe he wears immediately because <laughs> it's getting ugly. Bubba Sparks better not make a comeback. <laughs> he better stay down. 
Now, so <laughs> th- this next one I think is is really one of the hardest shoes to comprehend from a side pitcher. So it's a Jordan 5 featuring a premium leather that develops a patina over time. It also has a vintage oxidized outsole. It also has a reflective OG tongue, which I love, mm-hmm. with desert sand accents on the midsole and sock liner. This is also going to be a men and grade school size shoe. I I don't know. And, and I'm going to leave this as like an incomplete with this shoe because from this side angle, I don't like it. But I never really love the Jordan 5 from the side. I like seeing it from the front and the back, and the angle is very important. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not seeing how this is going to patina. I have my my reservations. All right, well, uh, I'll second your reservations, Mr. Bourdain. It's just not vibrant enough for me in this weird photo. And like I said, this is step one of a Jordan brand rollout. And as we get closer and closer to that release date, we'll start to see more intriguing and more salivating picks. But at this time, I'll pass it crazy because i am not a big fan of jordan fives uh i don't know they're really hard for me to wear for some reason but this is probably the shoe i'm most excited about in this grouping that we're looking at um i don't know what it is it i I like the patina thing like you guys aren't a big fan of the patina jordan one i really like that shoe um but this gives me a look of like an old and worn green bean or maybe that was maybe in a k54 type so it gives me that look of like an older shoe that can possibly get better with, with wear, but I really like the muted colors and it's, I don't know. I, I'm intrigued by it. I don't want to say I'm going to go run and get it the first day it comes out. But if I ha- happen to trip and stumble upon a, you know, rare sneakers win or a rare raffle win, I wouldn't be upset about it. They're cool. I mean, I just have a hard time saying I don't like that Jordan five because you have to really mess up a Jordan five. Like, oh yeah, I feel like the flight jacket Jordan five for me to, for me to like not like it. Um, <laughs> so I'll just keep with my, my with my reservations. This next one I think is one of the more surprising retros ever. Dun 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 of all time, but it's basically a motorboat Jones 2.0. We have an air Jordan nine dressed in all red. Be careful where you're wearing this shoe. It's called chili red. <laughs> the seasonal take of the nine with quilted stitch upper atop a glossy midsole with patent leather mud guard. That's a mouthful, but the motorboat Jones came out in 2012. It looks just like this. Only difference is that the motorboat had a lot more black. So it had black and kind of the windows it had a white jump man instead of a red jump man. Uh, that's that's a boot it. I mean, motorboat, a boot. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling this, though. Like, I, I like a, a bold. If you're going to go bold, be bold. And I think this is a very bold nine. Like, no holds barred. No, it's definitely breathtaking in some regard. The vibe I got was that 96 uh, more up-tempo red red colorway because i think that's the one that was recently released and yeah i mean very vibrant very attention grabbing and i think i will give people my entry if somebody wants it but it's not for me but not to say anything other than it's just a personal choice but it is definitely a head turner in a lot of different ways yeah uh i say this one's 10 years too late 
I am kind of, I think we're over the all red sneaker game at this point. Only way you're going to see me wearing this is if I'm playing Santa Claus at a family uh, holiday party. So <laughs> you guys got my entry if you need them. Swaggy Claus, crisp, <laughs> crisp Kringle. <laughs> I feel like it's not a fleek. Uh, no, I mean, okay. Are these an everyday Jordan that you're going to wear? No. <laughs> but around Christmas time, the holiday season, I'm going to ho, ho, ho these out the closet and I'll probably put them on every now and again. So I just want to let the record show that Robbie is no longer Peloton Poppy. He is crisp Kringle. So please <laughs> thank you and. Thank you for your time at this moment. <laughs> well, the hood's going to love that shoe. You know that, right? Yeah. That Jordan 9, that's going to be like the hood shoe to holidays. Like anywhere you go, baggy jean, you know, Levi wearing guys out there, still, still going to be rocking this one hard. I can see it. Tis the season. I can also see it. If you want to be that flashy kid in like high school, middle school basketball, you got like a, a white and red jersey. Wear these with that. That'd be crazy. Nines are comfortable too to hoop in. Figure something out, young kids. Try them out. Go wear your shoes. Go play basketball in some basketball shoes. Um, so this next one is one I was alluding to earlier where a lot of the sneakerheads in the world, I think you two included, are like, just give me the original. Like, give me, give me what I want. So we have a not taxi 12 here. They're calling it the iteration applies hits of metallic gold on the eyelets and midsole throughout a white upper and black midsole and outsole, a.k.a. taxi, as fake lizard print on the mudguard taxi, but it's not the taxi. I'm okay with it not being the taxi, though. If they released the taxi over and over again, taxi wouldn't meet as much. I think having a little twist on it, I like the twist Jordan 12. I play that in for a reason. As a twist on the cherries, and I like it. These are a twist on the taxis, and I like it. That's just I do too. And in fact, I almost prefer these to the 12, as sacrilegious as that statement is, because I think the Jordan Gold uh, strip on the midsole makes it a much better thing. I think it complements the eyelets a lot better than what we were previously seeing, which was the OG, everything was black down there. But yeah, I think this is one I'll definitely try for. Mike, how about yourself? Yeah, and you know, the more we talk about it, because I was the main one, I think, really just like, why don't they just release the taxi? It's not necessarily the sense of, oh, I just want the taxi, but I feel like they just keep giving these little minuscule changes just to get people to buy every iteration that comes out from the Chinese New Year's to this one to the reverse taxis, whatever it may be. But no, these are a good looking shoe. My only hope for it is that the metal eyelets are actually metal. That's the one thing I missed from the originals. They won't, they won't, they won't. Um, I mean, it's, I was waiting for one of you two to say reverse taxi because there was a reverse taxi in 2019. And I think it's interesting how that shoe got the moniker of reverse taxi because I don't get that much taxi vibe from it. It's yeah. new buck. It didn't really look like it's, I don't remember if there's actual fake leather on there, um, lizard, not leather, fake lizard on there. But that doesn't look like a reverse taxi. It looks like a playoff 2.0. So I yep. think these yeah. ones should be more referred to as the reverse taxi. But I'm okay with it. I like it. Um, I hope Jordan Brand sends me a pair because I think they're really cool. Um, this next one, I've been a big fan of the 13 recently, and this one falls right in line. Definitely something that Nick could get behind. I could get behind Baltimore Ravens fans could get behind 
any team that wears purple insert here. But it's a yep. Jordan 13 with just black and purple. Takes the familiar court purple colorway with the classic OG materials, true to form with leather upper, microfiber tongue, cat eye hologram. This model comes with OG packaging and a subtle color twist and is available in full family sizing. Mike, get the whole squad, man. Use those uh, use those goat monies, you know, the whole family. <laughs> Don't tempt me because you guys know how I finally got my first pair of 13s. I love them now. And this is kind of in that line of that PE light because this is maybe a, you know, Mike Bibby-ish pair or Ray Allen-ish pair when you play with the Bucks or Kevin Martin-ish pair. So I do love the purple. I love the 13. I love the take on it. Very simple. Um, if available. For me to provide the whole family with the uh, the 13s for this holiday season, it wouldn't be a bad uh, bad present for everybody. Not at all. I could see somebody wearing these and dipping themselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka to purify their soul as well as their basketball game because the vibe I'm getting is Prince. So whether it's that or eating a delicious meal of pancakes with your close friends and fellowship of uh, fellow athletes, I think this is the shoe to wear, and this is a damn good one at that. Yeah. It really is. And I mean, my first thought was, oh, I already had those shoes. They're the black and blue ones. Mm -hmm. But purple is different. My colorblind ass has a hard time making the distinction. <laughs> but these are they're, they're just they're good. When a good pair of Jordans are good, they're good. good. Nothing else good to say about it. Now, <laughs> the last one, the shoe we're going to wrap up our, our episode on today. This one is like... Ugh, I don't know how to feel about it. Like, it's ugly. It's like, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm gonna put that out there. I'm gonna leave it free to pick it up if you want to. This Jordan 14 <laughs> is not attractive, but it is holiday season, and holiday comes with weather. So this iteration comes with a premium vacuum molded upper with water resistant winterized suede. That winterized suede is what got me. Like, huh? I could, in theory rock these with practical purpose as subtle chili red detailing for it and custom silicone emblems on the heel. I wish I could see the custom silicone on the heel, but this doesn't look good. Like aesthetically yeah. it's ugly, but if you live in Chicago, the birthplace of the 14 weather sucks. If you live in New York, weather sucks. If you live in Portland, it's rainy and chilly. Like it's, it's not the worst, but like it kind of sucks. So like <laughs> from a utility purpose, I can a hundred percent get behind this. I'm happy it's releasing threes, fives, twelves, all these other shoes getting winterized. I would have never thought in my wildest dreams, we'd have a winterized 14 that looks like this, but it exists and it's okay. And apologies to Bubba Sparks. This is actually the shoe that we want you to wear if you uh, make your comeback. Because, yeah, it's got a midsole only a mother can love. And I know it says chili red, but it kind of looks orange in the picture I'm looking at. But, yeah, uh, I'm always there for people to pick up a pair of beaters. And I think this is a shoe that's meant to be your beater. Because if it's anything other than that, I worry about you, dear, dear friend and dear, dear listener. <laughs> yeah, this looks like a literal gingerbread house on your feet. There's no way in the world. I mean, I live in Texas, so we have one random freeze every gazillion years. So I guess that'd be cool for that one week. But I can't. It looks it looks like a cookie. Like, I mean, I was going to say this, Mike. I've always wanted to have my skin tone represented on a shoe. So thank you for that, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo, the air row it right here. <laughs> That's beautiful. I like that. I like it more now. Thank you. I'm gonna wear it and call it the Rowitz. Like I have to like it. Now I have to buy it. Thank you. You now turned it, my, my gingerbread joke into now I have to buy it because it represents Rowitz. Hey, hey, like a gingerbread, I too crumble at the slightest <laughs> bit of pushback. So it's okay, boys. You don't have to. So what's also working in the shoes favor and the Jordan, I believe it was the five we saw earlier had this mm -hmm. going on too. No, it wasn't the five. Oh, it was the animal, not animal, the Oh, the three, the, the camo the print. Yeah. The camo print three. I like the off white eggshell color white on a midsole for the fall. Mm -hmm. I think it's a very nice touch for fall shoes. That is definitely working in this 14's favor, but just like, couldn't you just make a 14 without the holes looking like uncooked cookie, like unbaked cookie. <laughs> like could it, could something else have been done? I don't know. No, I'm convinced they made this specifically to be a winter beater shoe because it's that ugly in that sense. It's that durable. It's meant to have the endurance to survive a Chicago winter. So I see I'm on to you, Jordan Brand. Why not go with the flat panels? Like, you know, they have some of the 14s, like the, uh, it, what was it? The, I I eyes blue eye whatever those yeah. things, like the you could yep. put the flat panels as opposed to do this because now you're saying now I'm concerned water's gonna get in if I'm walking through snow in Chicago as opposed to the other makeup of the 14 I'm I'm good I'm smooth sailing because it's a flat leather or flat new buck or whatever the heck yeah. this outside is made out of Gore Tex whatever so I feel like that would have been a better route for a winterized version those aren't real holes they're just there for aesthetic but like it's vacuum molded i don't know if vacuum molded but it's just like did nike get like a vacuum molding machine it's like oh damn it we haven't used this thing yet um no it's the vacuum winner it kind of is can't get over the phrase aesthetic holes i just want to start a podcast with that title <laughs> it's not gonna go well <laughs> who said is that it? did i say that or did mike say that i think that was you robbie that See? was a uh it was a yeah, definitely a Robbie see, special. See, things yeah. come out of my mind or out of my mouth, where it's just like <laughs> that's that's odd. I mean, if you would have told me I said that, I would not have believed you. But let's 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 end there. This isn't the worst thing I've I've seen. Worst winter shoes, but my God, what, what this? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I need to have them in hand. I I I'll, I will also reserve. No, I said they're ugly already. So I said how I feel. Um, this has been another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. On that note, I've said how I feel the last 50 minutes almost, 45 minutes to be exact. I've been Robbie. Make sure you're following at Sneaker History on all major platforms. Make sure you're listening, watching, telling your cousins, your Tia, you know, anybody in your life you need Everybody. to tell. Yeah. Everybody. Uncle can be involved too. It doesn't matter. It's at Sneaker History. Bring them to the page. It's going to be a Sneaker good time. History, love the kids. We love them in a good way. Mike, where can they find you? Yeah, man. You can find me, of course, here on Sneaker History. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789. Of course, at Mike Guillory on YouTube. Rowan, where you at, buddy? I'm on Instagram at RowanM13. I'm on Twitter at Roheasy. And I'm just in your everyday life if you're in the greater Portland area. Holla at me, dog. I will salute to that. Thank you for giving us 45 minutes of your life. Everybody have a good day. Peace. See you. Hey, everyone. This is Nick again. Before you take off, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. 
We just launched our new merch, including tees, stickers, keychains, and a bunch of other pieces you can grab to show your support for the podcast. You can purchase it now through our companion site, sittingtreasure.com. You can also get access to more episodes of the podcast by joining our Discord community at patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Plus, we've got a bunch of other fun things going on in the community, including trivia nights, giveaways, access to sneaker raffles from around the world, release announcements, and my favorite, just good people helping good people get the sneakers they want. Plus, we're not bought by advertisers, investors, or other big money. I'm confident in saying this is the best sneaker community I've ever been a part of. We've also teamed up with a few partners to offer our supporters discounts. You can find some in the links for this episode and even more in our Discord. Give us a try, and if you don't enjoy it, you can always cancel the membership at any time. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of someone showing appreciation. Thank you all for the support, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.